0: Welcome to the Bring Your Product Idea to Life podcast. This is the podcast for you if you're getting started selling products or if you'd like to create your own product to sell. I'm Vicki Weinberg, a product creation coach and Amazon expert. Every week, I share friendly, practical advice as well as inspirational stories from small businesses. Let's get started. Hello, today I'm so excited to invite Anna Fratwell back onto the podcast. Anna is the founder of Neon Digital Clicks, an e-commerce growth agency. Their focus is on driving more profitable sales for babies, kids and women's brands through meta, TikTok, Google Ads and email marketing. I've invited Anna back onto the podcast and she did an episode about TikTok a while ago which you should definitely go back and listen to because I really wanted to Release an episode now for you about quarter four. I know it's the summer, I know lots of us are going to be going away and taking some time off, but Anna has a really strong message around why we still need to continue with our business during that time and how what you can do in the summer can really affect um, how you do in the last quarter of the year. So I really hope this is both inspiring and interesting, and I would love now to introduce you to Anna. So, hi Anna, thank you so much for joining me again. Hello, thanks for having me on. So could you please just give a quick reintroduction to yourself, your business and what you do? Yes,
1: absolutely. My name's Anna and I run a digital marketing agency called Neon Digital Clicks. We're a full service digital marketing agency. So we work as growth partners really with e-commerce brands and we take brands that are really serious about scaling and scale them up to kind of wherever they want to go, really. Um, And we do that through paid social, so Facebook, Instagram, TikTok advertising, Google ads, and also through email marketing. And together, those three elements really support a brand to not only scale with new customer acquisition, but to also increase lifetime values as well.
0: That's brilliant. Thank you. So, we decided we'd have this chat now because we're heading into summer, which, as we all know, is typically quieter for retail. Yeah. So, what I'd like to ask you first of all is as we're going into summer, can we afford to just shut down, go on holiday, and close the doors for six weeks?
1: Uh, absolutely. I already not. know the answer. <laughs> I
0: knew you knew the answer.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, no, I, I really. For, I know I know that this is something that we have clients that have said to us in the past um, we will have kind of people that contact us and um, saying that they want to kind of hold their spots for getting into quarter four. But they don't particularly want to do anything over the summer. Um, and my advice every single time remains the same. You know, the, those that continue to run ads um, continue to do all of those great marketing exercises during the summer months are the ones that will win in quarter four. The ones that are winning in quarter four are the ones that haven't paused over the summer. If you pause over the summer, what will happen is you're making life harder for yourself when you get to September, October, because you're entering a space that's hugely competitive, but you're not you're entering it where your competitors will have a, a much bigger edge over you. So you're going to have to work harder to get can get cut through that but also it's going to cost you more it's gonna um take more time so and if you're starting that in September you really don't have time on your side either so um yeah answer to that is definitely a no I'm not saying that you can't have a break over the summer you can't relax a little bit you can definitely do that but I would be looking to either um outsource some of the stuff that you're doing or you need to do during the summer months so you can have that break or keep going um and that's definitely the best advice if you want to have a great quarter four.
0: that's so useful thank you yeah I did kind of preempt the answer <laughs> to that because I think I, I might have told you I have a similar conversation with lots of people who contact me and they say they want to start selling on Amazon because they're looking at Christmas but they don't want to start you know getting set up until september mm-hmm. and i always panic when i hear that because yeah. the best time is over the summer get all of the work all the boring because it's boring and tedious bits to get yourself set up and just put yourself in a really great position going into q4 whereas if you wait until september october in fact october makes me sort of grab <laughs> yeah, me- <laughs> way too late <laughs> it's um yeah it's it is almost too late which is an awful thing to say but but yeah. it's true um I mean, ideally, Anna, what point should we be thinking about Q4? Because I mean, this is going out at the end of July, um, mm-hmm. and I know we have got we have obviously got the summer a summer ahead. But ideally, should we be thinking even further ahead than this?
1: Yeah, so I mean, we start having conversations with our clients or planting seeds about Q4 in quarter two. So we'll be saying, you know, let's you know, have you had thoughts about what you're doing? Have you had thoughts about X, Y, Z? Because we can plan a lot ahead and we will always be building audiences to get things ready for quarter four um, and making sure that what we're doing in quarter two and quarter three is really setting you up for huge success in quarter four because as I've mentioned before we know that that is the quarter that's the most costly, that's the quarter that's the most competitive so what you need to be doing is starting as early as possible to put yourself in the best possible position for quarter four. And making yourself like the most profitable you can be in quarter four, because there's no point having an amazing quarter four if you're not having an amazing profitable quarter four. And, you know, these are things and strategies that can support you with having those great successes in that quarter.
0: That makes sense and when you're talking about advertising as well something that that I was thinking about is conversations I've been having with some of my clients about and this is about Amazon advertising specifically Mm -hmm. is that lots of people switch off their ads over the summer you've probably seen the same they think oh I'm gonna go on holiday I'm gonna switch them off Mm -hmm. but actually if you're still running ads that gives you a massive advantage because there are less people doing it and um the less competition and often it's a little bit cheaper as well so i can't really see a reason not to do it but talking about ads in specific in you know specifically is there anything that people need to be thinking about um, when they're considering advertising over the summer i mean for example if you've never done any advertising is the summer a good time to start
1: yeah i mean i would don't if you've never done advertising do not start your advertising in quarter four like there is so much testing learning and optimization that needs to happen that you don't want to be doing all of that in quarter four because that's just going to make things really really challenging for yourself so if you're new to advertising don't don't think sit on it and think oh I'll start that in quarter four absolutely not um but actually when it comes to advertising you're, you're right you know there's so many opportunities in the summer that people are missing out on if they pause their ad spend but also you know you're not an, a well-oiled advertising account uh, at, you know whether that's Google, whether that's Facebook, whether that's um, TikTok, is well oiled because it's constantly being running and it's because it's constantly learning. It's because it's constantly optimizing. So you can't expect an ad account to have been switched off for a month, two months, and then go straight back in, in quarter four, doing exactly what you want it to do. It constantly needs to be oiled, maintained, optimized. And there are certain strategies that we will deploy over the summer if, we're kind of pulling back on things that will make sure that that account is continually, continually being well oiled. Um my advice is always carry on going for those optimizations and what we've often conversations that we've had with clients is yes okay your your return on ad spend might well take a hit during the summer months. You know your cost per acquisition may well go up. We're always making sure that That happens in a profitable way. So we're not, you know, in a place where clients are losing money. But you might have to take a hit on some of those metrics. But actually, in the long run, you're going to be in a much, much better place. Um, And I think that's what's really important is that not looking at how things are working for you month by month, week by week is actually okay. So in the next six months, what do we want to achieve and how what's the path to getting there?
0: that makes sense. I guess what you're saying is you can put in the groundwork in the summer to set mm-hmm. yourself up to have a really great rest of the year. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I mean if you're building audiences over the summer and you're you're attracting cold audiences people that have never heard about you you're planting those seeds you're getting your brand out there you're creating that awareness if all that's happening over the summer it's going to be a lot cheaper to retarget those people in quarter four than it is to go out and try and find new people in quarter four when you're up against everyone else who's also doing the same thing
0: that makes sense because even if people might not buy from you over the summer because as we all know retail does always take yeah. a hit in the summer I guess just being on someone's radar means that when they do start purchasing a game whether it's Christmas or whether it's something mm-hmm. else they already know about you and they might consider 100%. you yeah um, yeah and what's happening like as well that.
1: during that time is that you're you're sending learning signals back to your um, ad accounts so you know all of those learning signals are helping to optimize your accounts so that you know, not only are you able to retarget those people, but accounts are optimized so that they actually work better for you, for want of a better word, when you get into quarter four. So everything is going to work in a much better way than it would be if you just said, OK, let's have the summer off. Let's start in September. And this isn't about... What I want to be really clear about this isn't about fear mongering or making people panic and any of those kind of things. It's actually just being really strategic in your business and actually thinking about things from a long term perspective rather than a kind of short term quick wins perspective, because, you know, that's that is never going to be the right way to manage things ongoing.
0: That makes sense. Thank you. So as well as, I guess, keeping things going and sort of running our businesses over the summer as much as we can and maybe taking breaks here and there, what are some of the proactive things we need to be doing now if we want to make consistent sales during quarter four?
1: Yeah, so I'd be looking at your seasonality, your product mix, what is it that, you know, making sure that you really look into the history of your numbers, the history of your product mixes, what is it that sells during the summer months, what is it that doesn't sell during the summer months, can you be doing something strategically on your website with bundles and offers and things like that, so that you're not just coming up with ideas because you think they're a great idea, but they might well be, but actually utilising the historical data that you have at, you know, your fingertips and actually working out what will be the best route forward over the summer based on that historical data. The other thing that I would be doing is really looking at your conversion rate and looking at whether there's areas that you can optimise things. So that again, it's not just about keeping things optimised on an ad account, it's actually keeping things optimised on your actual storefront as well or your online storefront. So that again, when you go into quarter four, you're going in with a really good baseline and a really strong foundation the other thing I would be looking to do is building your email list and making sure that you've really kind of gathering as many emails as you can during that period so that you've got that email list to retarget when you go into quarter four as well so there's so many things that you can do during those months to put yourself in a really strong position
0: that's brilliant. Thank you. And you mentioned email lists there. Are there mm-hmm. any, and I'm sorry because I'm going to get all the advice out of you that I can, Anna, are sorry, there any practical things you can suggest to us for building up an email list? Because I know lots of people want to have an email list mm-hmm. and it's on the to-do list. But let's say um, let's say someone's listening and they don't have a list and they haven't really made much of a start. What what what, what can they do? Because I think you're right, summer could be a great time to focus on that, particularly mm-hmm. things were a little bit quieter. Yeah,
1: so I mean, so First thing you need to do is make sure that choose your platform. We always recommend Clavio. It's just hands down the best platform for um, email marketing for e-commerce businesses that the functionality the segmentation all of those kind of things are brilliant with Klaviyo but whatever platform you choose to use make sure that you have your essential flows in place and that you have a really good welcome series you've got an abandoned cart series you've got a browse abandonment um that you've got a thank you series and even a win back fit series so they're the kind of flows the automations that I would make sure that I had in place um, once you've done that then it's about how do you get those people on your email list and how do you build that email list you can try and do it organically you can share the landing page to your sorry the sign up page um, through your organic channels um making sure that because that's the other thing with the email is you No longer can you put a sign up to our emails pop up on your website and have the expectation that someone is just going to part with their email address because you've asked for it or because you're going to send them news or information. You really do have to look at it as an exchange between two people and they're giving you something that's really highly valuable to you and your business. So, what are you going to give them in exchange? And usually that is a discount. So, think about that discount how much can you offer? profitably in exchange for an email which could be really highly valuable to you um and then in terms of growing that email list there's lots of things you can do like i mentioned you can do that organically we always with most of our clients have ads running to sign ups for emails which you can do actually on Facebook so you can get people to sign up on Facebook to your email list rather than them leaving Facebook so it can all integrate with that sign up form Um, so yes there's lots of different strategies but that's something I'd definitely be focusing on.
0: That's so useful thank you and um, I'm going to ask a similar question about ads if you don't mind Mm. which is again maybe someone hasn't run any ads before maybe be even a bit a bit nervous about ads so I guess I have two questions one is is the summer a good time to start advertising if you've never done any and mm-hmm. um, what would be a few good first steps please
1: yeah so summer's definitely a good time like I mentioned before it's cheaper you're it's a less competitive space when you start running ads and actually the whole time you're ever running ads you must always look at it as a place where you're going to be testing and optimizing you can't you know there's never a situation where you've created an ad campaign and you just that's it you're done you don't have to look at it again you don't have to optimize it again you don't have to test things because things fatigue things change audiences changed appetite changes all sorts of things change so testing is a great thing to happen during the summer months um I would, if you're an e commerce store, which if you're listening to this, you're highly likely you're an e commerce store. If you're an e commerce store, I wouldn't really do anything other than optimizing your ad campaigns for conversions, because at the end of the day, it's sales that you want. Um, and I'd have to think about what is an affordable testing budget. As an agency, we will always um, say that we need a bare, bare minimum of £50 pounds a day, $50 a day as a testing budget. Um, because without that kind of spend and actually the more you can put towards a testing budget the better because the faster you'll learn and the faster you'll get that data and the quicker you can make decisions and make changes but without that kind of spend you're not you're not giving facebook enough to work with it needs it needs data in order to optimize and in order to feed back to you what's working, what's not working. And if you, I sometimes say it's like filling a bath, you would never fill a bath with like the tap dripping. You Just turn the taps on and fill the bath quickly so that you can get in, have your bath. You know, it's not, if you if you turn the taps on, dripping on a Facebook ad campaign, it's just going to take you a really long time to get any answers.
0: That's really useful to know. Thank you. Because I would have been- if you hadn't said that I would have guessed that you would have said oh you don't need to spend much money and see how it goes but it does make more sense that I guess if you have a smaller budget it's going to run out uh, yeah sooner
1: yeah definitely and you just won't you'll end up wasting that money really because you just won't learn enough and what ads do is they will shine a spotlight on your business the minute you start paying for traffic to land on your website you are shining a massive spotlight on your business. And now that spotlight might just illuminate everything and everything's fantastic and you drive loads of conversions and isn't life wonderful. Or that spotlight could actually show up all the cracks in your business, all the things that need plugging, all the areas that need improving. And actually that's also a good thing. It's not a negative thing because that's a good thing because you've then got the knowledge and the intel to plug those gaps ahead of quarter four. Is it that your conversion rate needs improving? Is it that there's an issue with um, a drop up between dropout, sorry, between ad cart and you know that actual final conversion? Is it that people are dropping off and they're not spending long enough looking around your website? Why is that? You know, is it that your product descriptions need improvements? So ads are not just about sales, they're actually an, an a way to very quickly assess the performance of your site and then plug those gaps make those changes optimize faster and get quicker results
0: that makes total sense Anna and again I think the summer is a really great time to sort of dive Mm. into all of this I've just recorded an episode myself this morning which is specifically about Amazon and what metrics to look at and how to work out uh, similar to what you've been saying if there's an issue somewhere so you know you're yeah. not converting well enough and um i won't go into all of the details here <laughs> but basically looking at i believe that the summer is a great time because things are traditionally a bit quieter yeah to kind of do some of the work that you just might not get around to later in the year because Definitely. hopefully you're going to be super busy fulfilling that, orders yeah and, and
1: that's the thing is, you know, dur- during the summer your um your spend is going to go a lot further than if you start trying to do these things in quarter
0: four that's so helpful so is there anything else Anna that you want to tell us share with us or recommend um when we're thinking about getting set up for a great Q4 um
1: no I think the most important thing is to not plan to go into quarter four you know on the 1st of September and expect to have your best quarter four ever you know you that planning starts now or it should have happened months ago and and, it, and again, as I mentioned, it's not a case of kind of worrying people, fear mongering, whatever. But you've got the opportunity right now to put things in place, to have the best quarter for. Um, and whether that is that you're going to focus on building your email list or SMS messaging. I mean, that is huge. It, you know, don't neglect SMS messaging as a channel to reach your customers. If you kind of have SMS messaging. Um, as an option and you're gathering telephone numbers and emails and then you head into quarter four and you maybe have a Black Friday offer, being able to get that out on an SMS, an email and a Facebook ad is going to extend your chances of actually making conversions and cutting through all the noise that's happening. So, you know, it's really important to make sure that you've got those foundational elements in place, that you are testing, optimizing and putting
0: yourself in the best possible position come
1: quarter four, to have a really successful, profitable quarter.
0: That's really helpful. Thank you, Anna. And I really like, I think the overall positive message I'm taking here is that you can listen to this episode today or even in the next couple of weeks and still mm-hmm. have plenty of time to put yourself in a really yeah. great position.
1: Definitely, definitely. And I think, you know, if you want the summer off thing, outsource it. Get someone in to do it. And and we all know that as business owners, actually, you know, focus on what is your you know special skill what you're great are greater and outside the outsource the elements that you're maybe not so great at because actually that's going to drive your business forward faster
0: that's really helpful thank you and thank you for everything you've shared um, this is really such a useful episode i really hope everyone listens to it soon and um has plenty of time to put all of this into action thank you anna
1: brilliant thank you